TheOAMNetwork.com. God, you guys, we're back. It's the Deg and the Big Dog Podcast. I'm Mike Deg Degman, and with me, as always, is Big the Big Dog Dog. <laughs> hey, Big Dog, long time no see. I know, it's been forever. It has been forever. We've been world travelers. Yeah, very different parts of the world. We have traveled the globe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> good, good way to fill in the blank. Well, mine wasn't very far, so I didn't feel like it was... Um, Yours wasn't very far geographically, but it really was kind of a world away. Yeah. A third world a away. A third world away. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to say third world anymore. You say developing country. <laughs> a developing country away. <laughs> Perfect. PCFO. Sued Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Waka Waka. That's Engineer Zach. Nice one, Engineer Zach. (laughs) Hey. He's taking more. He's bringing the comedy to the show now. We're just uh, saying things and not having payoffs. He's bringing the uh, comedy and also the loud spitting his beer out into his hands noises, (laughs) which is probably comedy. All right. And, uh, Oh my God, big dog! What I want to get into our our stories, but I don't want to exclude this amazing guest we have today. Yeah, first let's get into our guest. Okay, right. I'm not going to phrase it that way. It just seemed like but, that was where uh, you're going, and I wanted it to go. There. No, all right, no, it's fine. Let's get our guest into our program. Okay, all right. Mm. Mine was saucier. Mine gives her agency. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who listened to the last episode know that agency is the keyword. <laughs> it's part of your story. Anyhow, that's okay. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the, the listeners last... just caught up when uh, you did. Was yes. that the last episode? That was the last episode. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it's almost like we had an episode in the middle that we decided wasn't good enough and didn't yeah, air it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Hmm. Funny that way. Probably a nightmare we both had. Yeah, probably so. Oh, shared nightmares. Ugh. We'll get into that and other spooky stuff after we introduce this wonderful guest. Um, I've been doing comedy in Memphis now for... Almost 10 years. And uh, for a good, like, eight and a half of those years, I've known our guest. And I remember when she had an entirely different lifestyle than she has today. I've watched her evolve over time. Isn't that different, though? Yes. As the two little people in the other room can attest. (laughs) Or be proof of. You mean Um, rock and bottom? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, with, the, with that answer, <laughs> our guest can only be the woman child herself. 
Miss Katrina Coleman, who, among many other things, is in charge or the co-host of the uh, ever popular uh, You Look Like show that happens every month and is also part of this wonderful OAM network. Hmm. It is. It absolutely is. I, I confirm that. Yes. Uh, and she is also the head of the Memphis Comedy Festival, which will be having its fifth event in 2016. Katrina, welcome to the program. Thanks, Degsy. Appreciate Aww. it. Thank you, big dog. Indeed. I will be using only the nicknames that I choose. <laughs> God, this most important credit at all, she's the one who named big dog. It's true. It's true. And, in fact, I like to think that we're kind of like... Well, you used to co-host a, a podcast called Mostly Comedy. Yeah, oh, good old Moco. Oh, old Moco. And uh, I like to think we're the spinoff of that. You know, kind of like in a Mork for Mork type way. Uh, yeah, you were our, like, you appeared, like, you either appeared or were mentioned in, I think, every single episode that I hosted because I dropped off at some point. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the mentions, but I think I got five appearances. Well, we didn't always mention you directly. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to feel a lot more uncomfortable next time I listen to those episodes. It was a game we played to, like, you were the hidden, like, you know, when you the Playboys and you find the little bunny, you were the little bunny. Dexy the little bunny. I'm also going to have something new to look at my Playboys to look for. That's the thing. My granddad used to do. Yeah, I don't know anything about the hidden bunnies. Is that a thing that's true? Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. No clue. Your like granddad was a member of the Illuminati, and he let you know about their <laughs> secret coding. I think I remember print porn is kind of on the out, so I don't know mm. if... I remember Grandpa Bill sitting on the couch with his Playboy, but he had to take his glasses off and use them as a magnifying glass because he's always looking for the bunny. And like I remember my mom peeking I over his shoulder. A scary euphemism. Did that like, bunny lead to a national treasure? I don't. Maybe I don't. This is Playboy. I mean, it was classy. <laughs> Playboy. Google covers. can confirm that most covers had the Playboy rabbit hidden somewhere. See? Wow. See, I'm not. All right. I'm not crazy, and my granddad legitimately wasn't just sitting in the living room looking at porn for Ooh. funsies. This suddenly turned into the X-rated files, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the triple X files? No, that's a different franchise. Oh, fair enough. And it's Playboy. Playboy could never be considered triple X. You'd have to be, like, committed Amish before Playboy is triple X. As opposed to a non-committed Amish? Like, yeah, well, is that like a non-practicing? Yes. Uh, there is a fantastic uh, documentary that came out about a decade ago called Devil's Playground. And it's oh, all yeah, about yeah. Amish youth on Rumspringa, mm. which is the time yep. in their teenage years when they're considered an adult by the church. And they get but, to go out and try the things? Right, because they're not part of the church. Once you commit to – and that's actually a big thing with the Amish. And surprisingly, why they got chased out of Europe was – they got chased out of Europe because they believe you shouldn't baptize children. Right. You get to choose? Right. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. They're devils. <laughs> Let's burn them. And so they ran over to Pennsylvania. I can't imagine anyone being pissed off at the Amish. Like, you you candle-making fuckers. Like, well, the 1700s were a different time. Those woolen clothes look very sweaty. Duh, duh, fuck you. The Germanic peoples of the 17 and 1800s found all types of reasons to fight with each other. Um, I'm so glad that we've become uh, a more civilized society so that we don't judge people based on superficial. We don't. But Amish kids, when they're 16. <laughs> Katrina and, just had a stroke. When they're, <laughs> I smell hair. Mama's uh, real hungover and just bitchy. <laughs> well, we'll give mama plenty of space to bitch. 
But first, this history lesson. Oh, he's not letting it go. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> big dog's not the like, alone with like the a, Like a big dog with a bone. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh, call him big mm, dog, that's... And don't mention a bone. Um, you don't have so, one of those. I really don't. Um, <laughs> not in this situation. Um, oh, you turned it around. Good job. <laughs> nice. I tried to desexualize you. You just called me gross. <laughs> Point for Degsy. I'm just saying I know too much. Um, <laughs> you know I'm good at it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta go back now. Gotta be good at something. <laughs> I'm a dissatisfied so, customer. So, <laughs> I'm gonna track him down like a three-star Yelp review. One of the big problems... <laughs> In recent years with he Amish go, youth, he won't go. is that uh, the kids on Rumspringa won't just like go out and get drunk and have parties. They'll have massive parties of thousands of people out in the middle of fucking wheat fields. Like Duke Coke and shit. And yeah, well, meth. Meth is the big, big problem. And that's actually one of the most entertaining storylines in Devil's Playground. Highly recommend it. Check it out, people. Uh, and hanging out with real meth heads is not fun, though. What? Usually hanging out with meth heads is very dull. Yeah. Well, Yeah. I could see that. Have you ever had your house cleaned by a meth head? <laughs> Not admitted. <laughs> okay. And Suspected? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in West Memphis. Everybody's got a 50-50 shot of being a fucking meth head. I forgot you're from West Memphis. <laughs> she is. West Memphis's own. I don't... I never forget a moment. Not every day it hangs over my head. Disgusting Sorry. fart cloud of... <laughs> Like pig pen, I'm the pig pen of white trash. Like instead of, it's just the oppression of women. Little racism lines coming off of you. I like the uh, fact poor education. I like the fact you live in Midtown now, because Midtown occasionally in the summer will get like a smell. There's like the Midtown funk or whatever, right. but the stink. Dissimilar from the Uptown funk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the stink that will sometimes pop up in West Memphis really is just. No, this is a true, true thing. So we went like we would go on road trips or whatever. And it became a conditioned response. Like if I was asleep in the back seat, Oh, we're close. We're almost home. <laughs> like that smell became, and when you're out of town, you, you get it out of your face and then you come back home. And for like the first day and a half, it, you're like, how do I live in this all the time? And then by the second day, You've become acclimated. Like, it's a common, literally all, every person in West Memphis has made the joke, did you fart? <laughs> no, that's just where we live. <laughs> that's just a gross place we are. We're just just swimming around in fish butt and tire fires. Like, <laughs> like this is the place where, where we live. This is where we make our happy homes, where people are born and die within a mile radius. <laughs> Are you not burying your dead? Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we just put them in the ditch. Uh, it's a combination. All the uh, industrial plants on the river. There's a westerly wind. Uh, West Memphis can't get any federal funding because of the Memphis's industrial plants, and plus all the trucks, plus the sewage system there is garbage, but not like good at getting rid of it. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last year in the freeze, you know, and you. Just, supposed to turn your water on to a trickle to keep your pipes uh-huh. from busting uh well not enough people in the city did that and uh, literally the main water line froze and burst oh my god the entire city was like on out of water on a boil warning for like a month <laughs> like that's how fucked up the whole city is like there's no education and people are barely alive but there is a dog track <laughs> and that dog track has a racino <laughs> it's gaming and racing 
Oh, Southland. Southland. I just went there for the first time. Did you now? With my, with a deaf woman on a uh, Thursday night. It was a super weird experience. I worked there for about six months, the midnight to 8 a.m. shift. Oh, God. I've done comedy there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Every night I would. Not that anybody laughed, but it happened. Every night I would joke that maybe tonight was going to be the night I found my West Memphis Bukowski to sweep me off my feet (laughs) and drink me to death. (laughs) Never happened. I did watch a woman's. Throw up white wine in her mouth. <laughs> and then I had to call security because she didn't understand why I cut her off. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a group of guys that just called me Snowflake. Nice. Like I wear a name tag. Snowflake. One night they were drunk at the bar. Snowflake, come here, Snowflake. God damn it, I said, stop doing that. <laughs> Hey, 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 listen. Your booty real cool. <laughs> I'm not getting fucking paid enough for this job at all. <laughs> I had to make a stand. They wouldn't let us eat out of the diner. I had to make a stand. <laughs> well, have, as someone who's eaten in that diner, you're not missing out. It was, it's just terrible. Like, you could be caught on camera, like, drinking a soda. But it was It was an experience. I didn't sleep much. Right. I cried a lot, though. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And I never saw one dog race. It's <laughs> probably good. I right? always told myself, I was like, today's the day I'm going to watch a dog race. And then every day I'd just be like, I can't. And I got to go. I have to go home right now. Must leave. Now, did you ever do any of the, uh, the comedy over there? Yeah, I did it oh. once or twice for Sammy. Brutal, right? Oh, it was... I did it with uh, Katrina Brown was headlining. It was the first time we worked together. So that seemed like it was going to be fun. Uh-huh. Well, two Katrinas. How could it not be? Uh, yeah. And um, no, there's just three people in the audience. Yep. And They were committed three people. Just sweating and begging for it. Like lots of crosstalk. Uh, yeah. The, the opener, because I'm middle, and the opener took his money and left. And then I had to have a talk with him about, no, 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 we're in this hell together. Like, we hold hands and jump, you motherfucker. Like, you don't get to just leave. Also, you called somebody the N-word and fucked it up for the rest of us. Wow. He's a bi guy, so it was like a... a, Okay, okay. That's not as... A friendly aggressive, no hard R. Except that it also ruined the night. No, no, that night was ruined before we got there. Yeah, that's true enough. The room was cursed. But now it's Sammy Hagar's Red Rocker Bar. That's pretty cool. Right? (laughs) Relive all your Van Hagar memories. Do some heavy drinking while you listen to the Red Rockers sing heavy metal. Oh, man, do they have the line, like, you can't drive past us on (laughs) I-55? They should. Uh, I don't know why they don't. I'm going to make a call. Uh, I think we need to start selling them ad campaigns. (laughs) I wish we could take callers right now. (laughs) Just submit. Is there? Do you guys oh, have an email? Oh, right now. <laughs> you know where you need to be right now. <laughs> At the Red and, Rocker Bar. But it's like the same video, but instead of like all the statistics about like war and famine and poverty, it's like drink specials. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we've got a great lineup for the weekend. Right now, waitress Teresa is getting you a cocktail ready, like, but with, but still with the animation of like the world and then like the starving kids. I think we can do this. 
I think it'll really happen in West Memphis. I People in West Memphis be. love. I'm trying to come up humor. with a. Uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, a uh, uh, ain't talking about love parody, but I, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about tunica. Uh, it's right here. That's the whole thing. There's this whole like animosity towards tunica. Well, sure, but I mean, tunica is kind of a wasteland too, as it slowly sinks back into the it's river. So tiny, that tiny piece. Oh, uh, but I mean, uh, well, it, it's been interesting to kind of see locally how the the casino thing is going. So all of our international listeners. Uh, Tunica is a nearby city who's got riverboat gambling. Yes, except that the riverboats aren't really riverboats. They just, just big floaty buildings. They're big floaty platforms like, that look like any casino hotel uh, that you've ever now, seen. To, we're going to build this clear, shit. Riverboat gambling is gambling on a riverboat, it has not to be on with a boat. riverboats <laughs> <laughs> or for <Hey>. riverboats. <laughs> it does not preclude uh, gambling for riverboats. Okay, all right. But it, 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 the way the law is structured. Uh, in order to have a casino in Mississippi, the casino has to be on the river. And so in Tunica, they dug trenches from the river to these And then they spots. ran a hose under a couple of buildings. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah, no, no, it's real. All the, all the all casinos, the casinos are, floating. are floating. On like... The gaming rooms are. In on like Tunica? This much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's why you have floating. to cross you, over a bridge of some it, type yeah, to get inside one. of them. Oh my god! So that's why <laughs> Big Dog's mind has been blown. <laughs> it's delightful. So huh. it, it it's been kind of interesting to see like it's Indian kind of genius Mississippi. Well, except for the fact that that's never been said. The game, yeah, right. right? First time. <laughs> do, 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 you don't do, do, know what do, do, people attention, are. Mrs. No Nerd, literacy. But goddamn, we'll float some fucking blackjack tables right down this motherfucker Ooh, and fund all will. of our schools. However, they actually have really amazing schools in that county too. Well, overfunded, undereducated, yeah. but that's fine. It'll get there. Well, sure. Eventually, the funding will catch up with the education because uh, they seem to fold uh, at a fairly good tick. I mean, Harris. I don't. I think they're completely out of Tunica now. Well, there's a big uh, storm that took a bunch of them out. Yeah, because the flooding. Like, because they're not. If they were real right. boats, Harris they could flooded. be. Real boats don't get fucked up in floods. But but the gaming. Well, what I was getting at is like. Tunica, we've seen like some of the big casinos down there close, but it seems like if you're not Las Vegas and you're not an Indian casino, then Native American. you're going out of well. Thank you, sorry. Katrina. Native American gaming place. Um, then cultural sensitivity <laughs> episode. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. Um, like Atlantic City is in a horrible place. And that was one of the first cities where they were like, oh, we're going to turn around this awful destitute area by putting in casinos. Neon in a one to four chance. Uh, just um, Yeah. I don't gamble. I did go to the casinos for my 21st birthday. and um, Me too. My, I wasn't a drinker at the time. Mm. So my mom gave me $20 uh, for the slot machines. I lost it real fast. And then we ate, and she got wasted, and I drove her home. All right. Happy birthday to me. I uh, I got a couple hundred You'd dollars. you think I wouldn't be a drinker. <laughs> I think I'd be like, you know, I don't want to go down that road. But now I'm just like, God, I can't wait till my kids are old enough to fucking drive me around with my face pressed against the window. You know what I mean? I, I got a couple hundred bucks. That's exactly what you mean. Spent about 60 of it on the gaming tables. And then used a big chunk of it to buy an autographed Timothy Cleary book. If I can name. Because <laughs> I'm a winner. 
But I just I hate fucking I video game arcades ruin me for slot machines. Because I would rather put money into a machine and not get anything back at all, as long as it's fun, than like be like, oh, this next one's gonna win. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so it was like, like you don't want to be friend zoned by a video game, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'll spend. <laughs> I thought this was going somewhere. You I'll know spend. I mean? <laughs> I'll spend sixty bucks in a video game arcade and be thrilled <laughs> and be so happy. But like, because you know it's not gonna go anywhere. Well, no, it's like watching it's, a stripper. Like, but it's yeah, fun. You don't have your little hopes up. Yeah, that's part <laughs> of it, too. Little teeny tiny. Tiny teeny hopes. Hope. <laughs> this got very uncomfortable very quickly. <laughs> There's a lot of bitchery. <laughs> yes. A lot of bitchery in the room, I think. From all directions. I mean, Zach, Engineer Zach, I think you, I think you got it. He did just passive-aggressively do the blink sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Validated. Just... There's some cunts at this table. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Engineer Zach. Before Katrina called like, one, both, or all of us cunts. <laughs> I mean, I just got it out of the way. <laughs> Engineer Zach just sort of shrugged and took a sip of his beer like, well, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Valid. <laughs> bunch of cunts. <laughs> I want to do a new podcast called A Bunch of Cunts. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> Not protesting, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Coming to OAM in January 2016. Bunch of cuts, and it's one word. Yeah, just... Yeah. But it's in really elegant script. And so people are like, oh, have you heard that new Bouchacoon? Bouchacoon? <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll have deal days and shit. I don't know if I can make it happen. You speak oh, yeah. languages, big dog? Like, help me out. Make it... Make bunch of cunts look French. <laughs> make it look foreign. <laughs> No, I don't think, I think there's too many consonants for it to be French. <laughs> Bujakun. Well, that's more Scottish. Um, <laughs> so, Big Dog, speaking of the world and internationality. Yeah, you started uh, to say where you went. We, uh, instead of developing our podcast further, you went to the developing world. Yep. <laughs> Let's where my talk priorities about are. It. Yeah, you guys teased the story and then you're like Yeah, totally. Well no. then we introduced you and, and we're like, let's talk about how West Memphis smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> A topic I could go on for hours. <laughs> Where'd you go? I went to Haiti. As you te- as you talked about last episode that you were gonna go on that trip. Yes. Yeah, okay, all right. So a little we can tie up that knot because I was worried that <laughs> um I was going <laughs> really uncomfortable. <laughs> She's a little far from the mic. Engineer Zach just like slowly pushed this like big squishy orange thing towards my mouth, and I tried to be cool during it. He didn't have to make eye contact with me while he did it. Though. <laughs> like, oh, did you? God, part. I was just hoping you went to look at me. I was like <laughs> <laughs> hyperventilating. Um, uh, <laughs> and now his face is buried in his hands. But we can see the edges of it are red. <laughs> like what we can see, it's definitely red. Feel your shame, Engineer Zach. Stop pushing rods towards my mouth. <laughs> also, never been said. <laughs> I'm full of them, guys. I got all the first. <laughs> so, 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 this so, so tie up this knot. Trip. <laughs> it's a really great trip. This knot. I was worried that I was going, because uh, it was, it was, well... It wasn't a mission trip. It was a medical – the mission, the objective of the trip was to provide medical help. And a lot of those people knew each other from church and, like, probably church people funded it. But I was afraid that it was going to be, like, real Jesus-y, like, let's go spread 
you know, Jesus' love and stuff. But uh, it wasn't. So they were actually really cool. Like, I was so afraid to say where I worked for the first, like, three right. days. Because all I know is these guys all to go, go to this church. I'm like, okay. And so everyone's like, where do you work? And I'm like, uh, I just say a women's clinic. And I, like, like, scut- like leave the room. <laughs> but uh, but then somebody finally said the word abortion. They were like, oh, don't they do abortions there? And I was like, yes. And they're like, that's awesome. Great. We're all pro-choice. Do you have coupons? And then you exhaled for the first time. <laughs> I know. And then I was like, oh, God. And my butthole finally, like, unclenched. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> sure that wasn't the food? Um. <laughs> it was the dysentery. It was the water, yeah. <laughs> oh, abortion is that school, and they shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it smelled like West Memphis. <laughs> that's what they call a West Memphis abortion. <laughs> No, no, that's actually already taken, Dexy. That is just when you smoke so much meth, it's not compatible with life. Oh, that got real. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back, back to your fucking helping people. Most importantly, you brought back. Most importantly, I brought back uh, Haitian rum that was blessed by a voodoo priest. That was pretty intense. I wish we had spooky music. Did you get right to now. like? Did you watch the like the ceremony? So yeah, dude. So you're like, here's five dollars, and he was like, all right. Well, um, first of all, $20. (laughs) Okay, wait. Nice. He knows his market. Oh, yeah. Uh, We had to haggle him down from 50. And that was... was, Does it include the price of the room? Um, Yes. Okay. Oh, then it didn't give you much of a blessing if you're paying that much. I mean, that's... Well, they also had just like a bunch of rum around. And the weirdest part is what they use the rum for, which is blessing things. But the way you bless stuff... By putting rum in your mouth and you spit it on stuff. <laughs> no, the rum goes. That's the wrong direction for yeah. them to go. Okay, so don't spit that so out. How do they bless your rum? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't just super know. He spit it back in. He the, spit he it back like, in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, so you bottles. gave us you gave us okay. Haitian voodoo priest spit. spittle rum. Like you you told us <laughs> we could have it, but you didn't tell us how it happened. Like, Say, I said blessed. Hey. You guys didn't ask any further you, questions. You said blessed, but I thought I was getting blessed I heard, non-spit rum. I heard hashtag blessed, and I just assumed that he mm. had a beautiful family, and like... <laughs> Good job. <laughs> 401k. Yeah, like he... Like he remembered when he didn't used to be able to afford the nice beer, you know, and he right. was like, sit on the porch. <laughs> and he, he didn't have to, you know, he moved up from Blue Top. Got one moving. <laughs> we got a live one, guys. We got a live one. Okay, hold on. You, you guys continue. More, more about this spitting. I don't think he spit this rum or on it. It was a sealed bottle. How about in it, and then he sealed it. No, I mean sealed like a you know like a at a like a factory would seal it. Oh, okay. Like it went like when I opened it. Oh, okay. Well, good. He just like said some words over it. He just said some words. So he didn't even kill a chicken. Well, they killed the chicken first. Okay. But that was like way earlier in the day. Did he put the blood on the label? Did you get the chicken? No. Did he no. spit Did on the chicken? the chicken? I don't see. It was already dead when we got there. See, I think he needs to bleed the chicken into like some wax and then seal the bottle. Mm. That's weekend at Bernie's. Well, I thought that's when you played music and then the corpse danced. <laughs> oh, wait, that was weekend enough at- rum and any music. That was we'll weekend at this corpse dance. What? She's a living dead girl. I hope I don't have to pay uh, Rob's on. Burn with the bitches and run to. No, that's that's, that's fucking Dragula. That's Dragula, yeah. Sorry, I. Fr- it's it's the other Rob Zombie song. <laughs> My bad. Oh. I man. mean, he's got such a such a 
I'm not gonna talk shit actually about Rob Zombie. I don't I don't know enough. He's he's a lovely man. I I, I like a lot of things he <clears throat> likes. I like what you like, and you like what I like, and. White Zombie was fun. There are a couple of good Rob Zombie songs that I like okay. A lot of it starts sounding all the same. I uh, realized I could define my music taste literally like yesterday. And I was like, I like songs written in the key of ennui and or heroin. Sure. Oh, <laughs> and I like, good keys. I so like, you like the Velvet Underground then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And I like But without songs... Nico, right? Am I right? I'll take both. Yeah. Uh, good songs, but I like it when Lee sings better. Like, oh, I for like sure. songs from dudes who... Whether or not they've taken it up the butt are pretty upset about it. About taking it up the butt? About whether or not they have. Oh, so they're happy they haven't? They're either upset that they haven't or they're upset that they have because their heart was in it, you know? So are you a Morsi fan? Uh, whiskey, yes. That's a whiskey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. I like David Bowie. I like, uh, well, sure, David Bowie. That's a big one. Fucking modest mouse. I don't know how much David Bowie mouse. took it. Just to just to put that out. Oh, there. that was all show. Yeah, that's fine. Well, no, I'm not doubting. I mean, David not, Bowie is. I am not f- trying to take away from David Bowie's bisexuality. He's just a top. Let's just face facts. Except mm, unless him and Iggy got up to something. Have you seen it? I mean, I don't know how much you could top. It's fine though. It's good. It's good. Size. Well, he would top just through. It's per. It's a personality thing. It's a, also when it's you a, say top, like I have this image. Literally, of people just stacking on top of each other. Well, that's kind of how it works. I picture top hats. <laughs> Occasionally, that's how it works, too. So if you're a bottom and you break up with your partner, do you doff your top? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's, that's, that's awesome. This is Dude. the happiest Katrina has looked <laughs> since <laughs> she's gotten here. You need to do a podcast with bottoms that have recently got out of relationships, <laughs> and it's called Doff in the Top. Yes. <laughs> it's a bunch of cuts. Yes. Doff in the Top. <laughs> Just like 2016 is going to be real busy. <laughs> the funny thing is that the, real dirty. the bunch of cunts podcast, like, it'll just be a bunch of women manspreading, and the doff your top will just be a bunch of dudes with their legs crossed daintily. It'd be very different imagery. I like it. Did you did you say manspreading? Mansplaining. No, I said Mans- manspreading. Oh, you said manspreading? Manspread. Uh, we're uh, beginning give an example by... Uh, Engineer Zach, uh, so the when, way I'm uh, sitting right now. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when men sit down. Well, and I know then, what podcast you're going on. <laughs> well, then, Clearly, come on. Apart. Yeah, I said yeah. right. bullshit. Big dog is no bottom. No, not. I wasn't saying she was going on that one. Oh, the bungee cuts. Yeah, like I've I've already fucked out my own. Jesus, I've already screwed okay. my we own. We got cannon. some time. Hey, it's not 2016 yet. We're before launch. This is just us working through. Uh, you know, the details. And what better place to do it? <laughs> right? Than our podcast <laughs> with people who actually listen to it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, they appreciate it because we're back. You're welcome, everyone. You. Yes. And, and that sounded like a, uh, a very, uh, very strong. It sounded like it made an impact on you, your trip. Oh, are we talking about that again? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, uh-huh. it was amazing. Yeah. Right. I, I saw some, some pictures that you posted. Um, so, like, did you felt like you had a meaningful impact on uh, people's lives? Yeah. My little babies. I met so many little babies. I cried, like, the most big, giant baby, like, lip-trembling, boo-hooing, couldn't say words. I was so sad to leave them. It was tough. But it's cool. I get to go back um, because I sign and speak French. They're going to write me into their grants in the future so I can work as an interpreter. Oh, that's excellent. I don't know. What the fuck are you? 
Like, not only do you speak a bunch of languages, but you also sign in French. Yeah. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, big dog. Like, you're not, a, you're not real. You're, you're C-3PO. She's very C-3PO-ish. You're a protocol, you're a protocol droid. That's what you are. Cunt yeah. 3PO? <laughs> Cunt 3 Pussy-O. No. No. Stick with the first thing. Pussy-O's was a failed... Uh, Cunt 3 Pretty-O? Cereal. cereal. <laughs> I wake up every morning to a big old bowl of Pussy-O's. Mmm. Nothing like milk on your Pussy-O's. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's why I failed. <laughs> The life of a nursing mother. Katrina, <laughs> your life is a bummer. <laughs> no, I meant it as a joke. Like I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, definitely a bad oh, good joke. Meant it as a joke, but De- your life is a bummer. <laughs> oh, totally, totally, T- totally good joke. Huh? I'm, I'm batting five hundred, but it's all either fucking. Yeah, I, I got an eye on it. Uh, we're we're in the um uh, network studio and across the glass my two children are in the other room periodically the it's not one-way glass by the way it's not in fact one-way glass so periodically the little squirrely one disappears and we all get kind of fucking nervous (laughs) yeah if you've heard our our comments throughout it's because we're worried that our children are gonna go no sorry she's in the front corner she's gonna light something on fire i "I only see one i only see one (laughs) no sorry i was like (laughs) <laughs> it's they're like raptors like if you can't if That's you can only thinking. see one because the other one's behind oh you oh my god because i kept thinking that it w- that they keep reminding me and us watching them keeps reminding me of the like the very first scene in jurassic park it absolutely i have said for a long time okay, we got one on the move it's gone what's your six watch your six uh yeah having children is a lot like contain uh, her fucking <laughs> shoot <rappers>. her <laughs> <laughs> Not shoot your daughter. <laughs> I'm sure they're very lovely. That's probably not not in, uh, parenting today. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> Big dog with a movie ref with two movie references. Yeah. Rock on. That's one of the three we'll movies to, I've we'll seen. We'll have to wait till episode ten to get two more. <laughs> you got to work for them, bitches. <laughs> uh, that's also when they'll get my dance. Um, I haven't forgotten. So uh, yeah, so you went you went to Haiti, and it sounds like it was a very very good positive mm-hmm. uh, trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was part of the reason why we uh, we weren't on. And then, but you did a fancy thing. I did do I did a kind of fancy thing. Um, I went with uh, my family to Ireland to go visit family. Mm-hmm. And that was very good because it's a lot of people I haven't seen in about fifteen years. And. Uh, yeah, it was interesting to kind of see how the the country's developed because the first time I went there was about twenty years ago, and uh, their highways are a lot better now. So I got to give them give them props on that. that are was you nice. being paid by the Irish Irish Tourism Board? To- uh, no. Irish Hangover Manor, Ireland. Mister Ireland, Ireland, sir. It's not a drunk thing. Just getting money from Kathy Ireland. <laughs> I've done three shows this weekend, and it's Sunday. I did two last night. All right. Well, it's it's fair. Uh, but no, it, there there was definitely drinking on that trip. But it was uh, it was good to see family. It was apparently the best week that they had all like summer and fall. Uh, people kept talking about how beautiful the weather was the whole time we were there, so that was nice. Uh, apparently, it had been very cold and so rainy all summer long. That Irish, we brought the sun, is what I'm saying. You're saying the Irish eyes were smiling. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am. Are you mad about that? Yeah, you Is that like a thing? Is that, uh, did I just say something racist? I didn't... <laughs> you know, it's very funny to me that when everyone wants to get PC, nobody talks about the Irish. Okay, I'm just back off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right on cue, Engineer Zach. I was trying to channel, like, the worst possible guy you could run into. Um, An MRA? <laughs> what? Men's right activist? Oh, Sorry. that would Ew. be the worst. I bet that guy probably is an MRA. No, those are delightful. It. I love running into those guys. Oh, my God. I didn't know they were. I think you've I, dated a few. I draw them in with thinking we're cool, and then pretty soon, man, take them down. I, I love to make them agree with me. Because it's not hard. Right. You're well, whole, it could be, right? Uh, no, which is why they're so angry. Because it doesn't get hard. I, oh. No. Dick joke. <laughs> no, I've had people, uh, MRAs approach me like really aggressively, like, oh, you're a feminist. You think you should just do all this shit for you? No. Not See, a bit. Mm-mm. I want the exact same. Well, you want to be in the military, then you should get drafted too. Yeah, that's totally fair. I'm into that. Also, we haven't had the draft for like 50 years, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, I I do have I have to admit when he said MRA at first I thought he fucked up saying IRA. <laughs> that's that's an Irish Ireland. thing, huh? What it is, is, it is definitely an Irish thing. <laughs> you guys just Irish out over there? Like, is that racist? Is that? Can I say Irish out? I think Irish out is fine. <laughs> what the fuck, Katrina? <laughs> oh wait, sorry, no, it is racist. You I mean, said it's not like you're holding up a sign that says like Irish need not apply. You or said something. Irish with a hard R, and that's bullshit. <laughs> Irish, Irish, Irish. Irish. You have to change it to an A, then it's okay. Okay. Isn't the like the 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 spirit animal of Ireland? Isn't it unicorns? Or is that like Scotland? I don't know. Like you looked at both of us I, like we had like the, the country, answer. The ready. country animal. I like, believe that's actually. Um, I think the unicorn whales? is a symbol of the of the British. Yeah, maybe whales, but then it's like dragons. Maybe for Scotland, I don't know. No, dragons are England. England. Saint George. I don't know. The cross know. of St. George, which is the English part of the flag, is St. George the Dragon Slayer. Why do we keep putting crosses on shit? That's real fucked up. Well, uh, the, the Union Jack is just a combination of the Scottish cross and the, the uh, St. George cross, and then I think one other. You guys remember it's when Scotland, we- Scotland, by the way. I just looked it up. Ah, the unicorn. Okay. Sorry. Unicorn. Okay. Mixing man. you up definitely is racist. Uh, yeah, it is. I just love how we're like, Fucking hey, remember racist? when we used to nail people to shit and just let them rot while they were alive? <laughs> On to victory. Let's fucking make a banner out of it. Fuck you. I wish guillotines were on more stuff. Merry Christmas, everybody. Right? Um, what about Just, guillotines? I wish they were on more stuff. Like a drawing rack, maybe? Let's, let's put some art in our torture porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's called Lars von Trier movies in the past <laughs> 10 years. I don't, yeah. I, I can't watch Lars von Trier films because he broke Bjork. Also, oh, I really, in the Dark's one of my favorite movies. Also, I really like saying the phrase "broke Bjork." Yeah, I just was like, I was like, say it again, say it again. Broke Bjork. Broke Bjork Mountain. I was it's fucking. <laughs> I was gonna make Dexy do it. Somebody has to oh, like now. What's sorry. what's what? No, what's B- broke Bjork Mountain about? And uh, somebody that wishes that they could quit listening to Bjork. A couple. Like there's Bjork, and then somebody who actually like likes mainstream music, and slowly they Bjork, spend time together. <laughs> Bjork. Play it's a dual ro- role for on uh, for Bjork, and she plays these Icelandic pixies who go to work uh, herding cattle, and then they get broken by the mean uh, film director slash cattle owner. And she spits on her hand and then wipes it on the mic, and then wails into it with a beautiful siren song. There you go. 
Somebody's spitting on something. All right. Wow. Yeah, this is weird. This is real weird. I don't know it got weird. Hey, you know... Uh, <laughs> I can't be let to talk. This is clearly not going to be a podcast that we stayed in any format with, but I would like to... Uh, I'd like to provide a little bit of uh, advice for our listeners. Um, you know these times where we don't have a show out? Well, you can go and listen to some of the other fantastic shows on the OAMnetwork.com, uh, such as... The game show podcast or experience sucks. <laughs> the, the, of course, Zach hops in to uh, to denigrate the one that he hosts. Um, let's see. It gets worse is another podcast. It only on gets there. worse. It only gets worse. Scotty oh, yells at me every stick. time. Black. Uh, experience pints. Black. Yet another podcast. Black. Something black, black nerd, nerd power. Black nerd power. I thought you were just going to say black over and over again. Black, black. black I like black, to think black. that it's the black nerd powerhouse of this network. Oh, oh. hey But you maybe likes on it. But maybe you need a break from podcasts. Maybe you've been listening too <laughs> Boy, much. I know I do. To podcasts, everyone and loves podcasts. You'd like other audio entertainment. Hmm. Well, that's why I'd like to tell you about a little service called Audible.com. What is that? Audible.com is the world's largest provider of audio books and entertainment. No, I don't think they have a lot of porn. Might have some Victorian erotica up in there. You can probably find it. They have enough. (laughs) (laughs) They probably have Ulysses by James Joyce. Into it. Which was judged obscene when it came out. Irish points. Um, There's books. There's books. There's all types of books, and some of them are even read by the authors. Like, for instance, uh, about a month ago, I listened to Patton Oswalt's Silver Screen Fiend, read by the author. In Patton Oswalt's voice? In Patton Oswalt's voice with his timing. (gasps) Yeah. Where can I find this again? Audible.com. You can also find his first book, Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, or this was a fantastic find that I got on Audible. Uh Bob Odenkirk, David Cross, and a couple of the other guys from Mr. Show put out a thing called Hollywood Said No, which was them reenacting scripts that they wrote that Hollywood rejected. So you get to hear the two like possible Mr. Show movies that never got made read by the cast members of the show. Delightful. It is really delightful. And for the listeners of this podcast, if you go to audibletrial.com slash OAM... What? You can sign up for free and have a trial of Audible, which is big dog. You use a service too. I sure do. I use the fuck out of Audible. It's wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really a good thing, and it's not even just limited to books. I know we keep bringing up books. Books are the big thing they do, but my favorite radio show in the whole wide world is the Bennington Show on Sirius XM, and you can actually get a year long subscription to Bennington. Uh, with an Audible credit. I mean, they give you really good deals. If you have a membership, you get a credit every month, mm-hmm. and that credit can be used towards anything in the Audible store. Mm-hmm. And if you sign up for the free trial, you'll get two free books straight up. Yep. It's a but- really it's a really great deal, and not only will you get something out of it, but you doing that helps fund this wonderful network that we're a part of, and we're so happy to be here. Just so happy. Somebody's got to put more beer in the fridge, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody really does, because I think we're down to one beer. And I don't know if we can even get through this podcast with just one beer. There's no, there's no beers left, but these little Patron motherfuckers that you brought. Uh, well, don't looks like it's that time of the Well, now that I know that it's spit. <laughs> yeah. It's not spit. 
I mean, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not going to stop me. Right. Alcohol also, kills. also not spit audible.com. So audibletrial.com <laughs> slash OAM. Uh, go check it out. You're writing new campaigns all the time. Audible.com, not spit. Hey, this is what happens when you spend almost a decade working for a non-commercial station. You get all these commercial ideas popping up in your head. That's real beautiful. What's it like in that mind of yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Imagine it's like Willy Wonka's factory, but instead of chocolates, it's just hate. <laughs> and resentment. <laughs> and grudges. <laughs> You can even hate the dishes <laughs> <laughs> for some shit they did six years ago. <laughs> I'm irate and I hate everything in your imagination. Oh, good, 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 yeah. <laughs> How long yeah. have you been waiting to sing that? If you want to hate paradise, <laughs> simply look, look around and hate it. <laughs> Just look around, it's built like shit. Anything you want to grate it. It's obviously derivative. Well, that didn't rhyme. You've ruined it. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, mm, I like to think so. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun having having you here, Katrina. We have been through so much. <laughs> many beers. Uh, many beers. Oh, my God. But just life. Yeah, things have changed. Like, I think I've known you. I, I have stayed in touch with you longer than most people that I was ever in school with. Yeah, I only keep, like, one person from high school around. Yeah. I, you guys were in school together? No, no but but the point being, like I've known oh, longer her. than okay, right. I get it. Right, right. Also, I'm a little fucked up by the fact that I can have an eight year friendship, like right that I made. It's older than your as kids, an adult. Right? Like, well, if you want yeah. to consider yourself an adult when you showed up as a legal adult, okay, fair enough. You know, I was trying things out. Like, uh, yeah, when I, somebody when people ask me like, how long have you been doing stand up? I for a long time, I just stopped counting so I could legit be like, I don't know. And then finally, I was like, I got to figure this. Like, I should be able to give an answer to it. And I found out. Yeah, I think I just passed eight years in like October. And it just makes me sad. Like, oh, I've been doing this shit for, I've been saying stupid words and fucking busted mics and yeah. taking it way too seriously. Your eight's like that. <laughs> what? Your eight's like yeah. that? That's your eight. That's uh, the year that you give the gift of whiskey. And a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it is? Like with marriages, there's like the wood yeah. year and like the whatever year eight eight. Like the first oh, year's a whiskey year. Oh, the first this year's is your bullet notebook. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, the first year's a notebook. <laughs> this is your swallowing bleach anniversary. <laughs> this is your ground this, glass year. <laughs> no, this is your Bill Hicks special anniversary. That's your two. Yeah, that's your two. Jesus, some people don't even get to a year before they try hopping in on that shit. Mm, yeah, I fucking I. I first saw Bill Hicks stuff when I was like 11 on Comedy Central, and I distinctly remember it because specific the joke that totally rocked my world and changed the course of my entire fucking life was a lot of fundamentalist Christians wear crosses. You think when Jesus comes back, the last thing he wants to see is a fucking cross? Mm-hmm. 
I totally like going just, up to Jackie Onassis with a rifle pendant. I just and that bit. totally blew me away. And then like I remember when the Ryko disc put out his albums on CD and like it was a thing and I'd go to Borders and go buy the albums yeah. when they came out. And I listened to so much fucking Bill Hicks and I downloaded so much Bill Hicks. And I still appreciate that, but I'm so sick of the fucking cult. The uh yeah. It's uh, like he's he's great, and I don't find him like laugh out loud funny. Like if I'm having a sad day, I don't watch Bill Hicks because it'll just make it worse. Uh, but like he's got a lot to say. Well, and, but and it's, it's of great, a time. and it's and it's also of a time. So, but I don't think that he's the only comic that ever existed. No, and and the thing that that so many people in comedy don't get especially young starting out comics or people who were like really influenced by him. You, what they're cutting out is he didn't put out his first album till he was like 28, 29 and, and also, he started at 13. Yeah. He, he never had. Yeah. And also people 15 who, years before he put out a fucking album. So maybe try to make people laugh before you try to yell about, yell at them about like the social commentary thing you're on for the day. And when people, when you start a thing, you don't know a lot about it generally. And if you don't understand the structure of a joke and it sounds in casual conversation, often the Bill Hicks is just going, really, this is crazy, but he's peppering tags in and things like that. Oh, and so then you, yeah. I went through a phase where I think you busted me out and you were like, Hey, uh, come over here. Uh, really is not a punchline. So really is not doing, a punchline. Stop doing that. I um, don't think I did that, but thanks for giving me credit. Because uh, you're you're one of the few people around who wasn't uh, didn't have their head so far up their own ass that they weren't willing to like criticize, which Aww, pisses sweet. a lot of people off. But I prefer that's that. As close as Katrina can come to a compliment. I, that's, I'm I'm full, totally flattered yeah. by that. I'm glowing. Oh fuck! Might be the beer. I should drink more. Um, I should drink more. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not getting hammered. I just right. Well, I mean, I, I, I think it's important for people to not hold their early material or possibly any material too precious. Not um, at all. And Nothing. I think that's a problem that a lot of starting out stand-ups have is like oh they think God. that their shit is so fucking good. It's like, no, you got to be ready to throw that shit in a fire. That's what Mo Alexander told me once. And it was, it's a dickhead thing to say, but he was like, uh, I've forgotten more jokes than you've written. And I was like, shit, fuck you. And then now I talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been like you see someone working on the same bit at four open mics a week for like nine weeks. And you're like, buddy, you're not making it better. And we all have to go through that. Absolutely. But you're killing your mother like you're making this. But, literally but you also thing. have to understand, like, there's a difference between, hey, I'm hammering out my act and, hey, I'm learning how to do this. And it's fine if you're learning how. But don't put on big boy pants before they And fit. don't act like your shit's so great. Like, if, if your material's not working and you're two years in, write new material. The biggest thing you have to do as a young comic is write material. And not because people don't understand. You're not crafting your forever jokes. You're learning to craft a joke. You're so you can do it exactly. over and over and over again. Exactly. You don't make one boat and then you're like, this is my fucking forever boat. If you want to be a boat maker, like that's a dumb that's analogy. A good metaphor. No, um, I liked it. I liked it. You, 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 you're, you're on it. Like... You need to – I mean, that that was it. I, I heard a, a thing years ago, actually, before I started getting on stage with any reg regularity. It was Patrice O'Neill, uh, Jim Norton, Colin Quinn, and I don't know, maybe Bob Kelly. But they listened to like uh, – uh, oh, no, it was Rich Voss. It wasn't Bob Kelly. It was Rich Voss. Yeah. They listened to Rich Voss's like earliest recorded set, and they listened to Jim Norton's recorded set, and like – 
they just tore each other to shreds. And the whole thing, as you should, the whole lesson of that is like when you're starting out, like you're going to be shit. It doesn't matter who you are. Even if you're great, like your first two years will be shit for you. If you accidentally have a good first set, it's actually detrimental to your You'll probably have a good first set. The nervous energy and everything that goes into like when people get on stage for the first time is always going to be better than the second time and the third time. Right. Uh, But I think it's bad. I think it's bad for you to have a good first set and think that you're great at it. Well, to think you're great is the, that's the folly. Like it's good to have a good first set, but now go write more. Keep doing because it. when you have, you're going to any any craft, anything that you're learning to do, you're going to fail at it at some point. It's mm. necessary to fail to understand how to recover from failure, absolutely, and also how to better craft something that won't fail. And that's the only way to learn. Going to fail, and for like young comics, especially, I encourage all of them to like go somewhere where you're going to eat your face and do yeah. it as many times as you can. Learn what that feels like. Talk to silence for nine minutes, right? And just take it in. Work your your calluses up, and then beat it. Right, and then get better than that. Oh, they didn't like me. Fuck you. You're not good enough to make them like you. No, they didn't like you, but you're not good enough to fix it. So you're still a hobbyist, and so it's okay. Eat it's shit, totally okay. and it'll be okay. Like just eat shit this time. You're you're gonna eat a lot of shit in this game, and so just put on your bib and get ready. I used to joke that I ate more shit than a Labrador puppy in a house full of uh, cats, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if you remember because we met each other when I was still like you know you fairly often. fairly fairly early. Um, but I for at least the first year and a half, I didn't like repeating jokes. Like I made a point that it like I was going to go up and do new material every time I got on stage because I'm two years in. I'm under two years in. What the fuck do I have to say to yeah. act like is so special? No, if it's good, it'll last, and if not then it just needs to get out of the way so I can keep writing. Yeah, for the first year or two, it... I Which wrote, meant sometimes leaving the stage after yeah. two minutes or three minutes. Like, well, if you're done, get the fuck off the oh, stage. That's a skill. Like, I would write a new five every week, and then we had, like, four open mics at one point. Like, yeah. we fucking flooded the market, and they were all terrible, and it was just the comics literally going to a bar, and they turned on a mic. And uh, I would maybe take one or two jokes down the week, but then I would just write a new one or a new five. Which, because I was at that point afraid to do it again, afraid that if I faced a room that possibly one person had heard it before, that it wasn't good enough. I realized I was just super insecure. So I had to sit, like, sit on my hands, just do that fucking joke again. Do it again. Do it again. Make it right. Fix it. It's not magically perfect when you birth it. Like no, also, absolutely. Also that, learning it's not magically perfect when you birth it. Yeah. I mean, and, and you just got to find, I mean, it's about finding a feel, but you'll never find the feel like if you're not going up against oppositional crowds. Like, oh, yeah. Jackson, Mississippi was my mortal enemy. Not Mississippi, Jackson, Tennessee. Oh, I, you know what? I actually had decent nights there. <laughs> they hated me the first couple of times they saw me and it it pissed me off uh, in such a way that I was like, oh, we're going we're gonna to fuck this puppy. And it just kept coming back. It kept coming back, trying to figure out what they liked and trying not to pander to them. Like the first big laugh I got in Jackson, like all my jokes that worked here in Midtown at the PH, the liberal, overeducated, underemployed crowd. Right. They love Cthulhu jokes and shit. That ain't and going over in Jackson. Wasn't working. Wasn't working. And like somebody said some shit to me. And I was like, what do you want from me, pork chop? It just popped out of my mouth. <laughs> pork chop? And the, I don't know, she had big sideburns. Okay. 
and the whole room and that was the first time i ever heard that room in jackson tennessee laugh oh yeah they love it when you give people shit but i was so mad i was like i crafted this motherfucker for three weeks and i have rearranged these words twice and i just said pork chop and you laughed welcome to comedy and then i had to back up and be like no i'm fucking up because obviously they have the ability to laugh at shit i'm just not getting it right it's never the audience's fault. I said uh, sometimes it's the audience's fault. How do we manage to have the most droll, uh, like, least funny conversations about comedy? Well, because no conversation about comedy itself is funny. Every- it's the stories and the anecdotes that get funny. But, like, if we're just talking about it raw, it's – you're not going to get it. Like, I – I had mid, I'd say middling sets. I'd say I, I probably got at my most, maybe about 60% of the crowd on my side doing stand up mm-hmm. in Jackson, but that was good enough because I kept hearing all these nightmare stories about, Oh no, they don't get anything that anybody says. And there was one joke in particular that I wrote right before I went to go play there the first time. And the person who took me up there, like told me that's not going to play here. And I did it and it did play. Was it Catloaf? No, it was Grimace. Oh, um, so, like, that was that was really rewarding to go into a situation and having been warned, oh, that's definitely not going to play in this room, and then that, to have people laugh. Well, everybody loves to be told, oh, you're going to fail, and then not. And then not. So yeah, you get right. the victory and the I told you so? God, there's nothing sweeter. But I have to say, man, that has been one of the best audiences I've ever performed with the wise guys in front of. Nice. We had a Saturday night show where they were full top and bottom because it's a two-story venue. And we're talking about tops and bottoms again. No, we're not talking about dolphin, <laughs> dolphin your top, which is coming in 2016. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be so good. Uh, Brando Little is gonna be booked on that show, I can tell you right now. Um, but I got there, there was a uh, we were playing, we were playing Jeopardy. I don't know, this will probably die now and for all the listeners, but I'm just going to run through it because I've already committed too much. Uh, we were playing Jeopardy. We were playing Jeopardy where, you know, everyone takes on a celebrity character and I was doing my, my hack, Christopher Walken. And is there a not hack, Christopher Walken? Not at this point. No. Uh, and <laughs> if, if your name is Kevin Pollack or Jay Moore, then no. And other than that, it's a hack, Christopher Walken. You heard it here on this podcast. Uh, Degsy endorses, uh, the Jay Moore Walken. Uh, yeah. Stamp of approval. Uh, I wouldn't have my walking without the Jay Moore walking. Um, you crib Jay Moore's walking? It taught me a lot of lessons. That's all I'm saying. It taught me a lot of lessons. What the fuck kind of day did you have that you watched it and you were just like... Watch? Like you were just watch. like... Listen. Are you, like you're, but you're listening to it. You're observing it. And you're like, how can I have this for me? Well, it's about why does this make me laugh so hard? What is it that reminds me so much? What is the what is the thing that he's picking up on? You're doing an impression of Jay Moore, doing an impression of Christopher Walken. No, because he does it too well. My life has fallen apart. Um, but uh, God damn we, it. we had the pot- we had the potent potables category, and that's when we have the audience name some kind of liquor, and they yelled out "Sex on the Beach." That's not a liquor, right? Well, it was drink. So they yeah. yelled out "Sex on the Beach," and that's what it was. That was the answer. It was Jeopardy. And so then my question was, <clears throat> what led to the death of Natalie Wood and that caused that fucking place to go up? That's nice. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> work in this room, but in that room, oh, so big. Well, it was, it was here. It was, it's funny. I'm yeah. just uh, devoid of humor. And 
Big Dog doesn't know who Natalie Wood is. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, dear listener, maybe maybe it gave you a chuckle. Maybe not. Maybe you're wondering why you're still listening at this point. But I know why you're listening. You're listening because you're waiting on one of your favorite segments. You're waiting on... Have we done any segments or have I just talked my way through no, all No, you pretty much stuff? just talked your way through it. But that's okay. Sorry. Uh, I am the destructor of formats. <laughs> You've I been eat listening because for dinner. you've been waiting for some of the drama and the tension that can only happen when we play Blinder Dash. Dash. No, no sound effect yet. Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll so it's okay, Engineer Zach. I didn't give you one. So that was me trying to yell, but my voice is too fucking hungover that's from okay. the PH last Your night. Voice is hungover. Now, Katrina, you have listened to the podcast before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you recall anything about Blinderdash? This is where you give a bullshit answer and a real answer, and I have to cover my face so I don't see your smugness. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know this game well. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get this settled. It's actually pretty brilliant because (laughs) Degden cannot bullshit without... Dude, it was his idea. Like He was (laughs) self-aware enough to be like, look, you're going to have to close your eyes. (laughs) You'll see how satisfied I'm going to be with myself. Because... You can see Degsy's level of self-satisfaction by how high his wrists go on his body. <laughs> Just watch it next time you see him out. Like, if he makes like a little joke, his arm won't come up. But if he says something real funny, he goes straight T-Rex. And then, like, I get T-Rex. I've hands. seen you rest your chin on your hands, Olin Mills style. Oh yeah, after a particularly good. Well, that's it's al- my favorite. That, that's also milking it. But yeah, you got a point. There is a physiological response. Which is why we have to cover our eyes. (laughs) But before you cover your eyes, what you have to do is set a wager between the two of you. fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have you do it now. Okay. Does the wager have to... What what are the parameters of the wagers? Like, does it have to be paid off right now? Well, that's... that's, You determine when it has to be paid out. But you set what your side is, and Big Dog will set what her side is. I really should have thought about this. I know. You also should Big Dog, and she's the co-host. Um... (laughs) So this is basically, this is just a dare. Oh, my God. Pretty much. But if I say something real intense, that's a lot of fun. You're going to say something real intense back. I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is where the drama comes in the game. Love um, this game. Um, shit. Can I? I'm going to crib for Moco, all right? Uh, if I win, you have to say nice things about Degsy. For like a whole minute. Really, you're giving it to, okay. I More have, because I, I want no to see Dexy get really uncomfortable because he says he won't, but I think after about 15 seconds, it's a long minute. I think I'll be okay now. I feel like be <laughs> is, that, is that a shitty wager? Don't make a shitty wager. I think no, I no, 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 not at all. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what can I can I call back? Engineer Zach, help me out. <laughs> I think it's a fine wager. I think it's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we know whose payroll you're on. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who's no he's drinking. <laughs> All right. I guess I want. Uh, I mean, I want nice. You can things. always do the mirror. No, the mirror makes me so uncomfortable. I don't like watching anyone do the mirror. What? Wait, what are you talking about? I'm saying that she would have to say nice things about me for a minute. Why is why why is someone saying nice things about Hill or uh, Big Dog not a thing that anybody's talking about? Well, because we don't want to lie. <laughs> I'll just leave. I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that would have been a perfect time for the blink sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so 
slacking. Engineer slack over here. Nice. Thank you. Um, oh, big dog, you did a really good job with that. Hey, thanks. Is that was it hard for you to compliment me? Just nope. then? <laughs> um, Katrina, I guess I want. I want. I want. I want. I want nice things. I want nice things to be said about me. That's what I want. So if you lose, you'll have to say nice things about Big Dog. Mm. How many secrets do we have? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from that response, <laughs> a couple. <laughs> <laughs> a, fair, a fair handful. Somewhere between a couple and a baker's dozen. Um, I'll say more than a handful. Fair, fair fistful. Uh, well, now. <laughs> a fistful of big dog. <laughs> Move past it. Oh, uh, I love spaghetti westerns. Um, so. <laughs> All right. So what will happen is you will close your eyes, which you are now doing. The contestants are now doing. And uh, thanks to the coin toss that just happened in my mind, uh, <laughs> Katrina, you will get the first question. Or, and the first one is a laughable law. Laughable laws. Laughable laws. Stop Look it. at these laws and their laughable flaws. With my eyes closed like this, the only thing I'm experiencing literally is your voice, and I think this is hell. <laughs> I think I'm in hell. Well, if you think you're in hell now, strap in. On. In Bergen County, New Jersey, <laughs> the only retail outlets permitted to be open on Sundays are grocery stores and liquor stores. Or. In Bergen County, New Jersey, playing music in public is illegal on Sunday. I'm going to... Which one's real? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... The only retail stores allowed to be open are grocery stores and liquor stores. That is correct. Damn it. Okay. Everybody loves music, and they haven't made a footloose about Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very true. Screen is up one nothing. Big dog, it's on you. Mm-hmm. This is a famous person. Okay. George or George S. Claude. Mm-hmm. Was he the French engineer who invented neon lights mm-hmm. or the Belgian composer who invented 16th notes? Mm, neon lights. That is correct. Hey. Ain't nobody invent 16 notes. They just exist. Mm-hmm. They're just real. Time has them discover. And now... It's like inventing sticks. For a forgotten film. <laughs> Ain't nobody invent sticks. This is a movie. Sticks just is some shit. This is a movie. Sticks is shit. This, 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 they did like be there. Sticks, sticks is all over this motherfucker. You ain't invent no sticks. You found a stick and said, this is a fucking stick. <laughs> this is the most philosophical conversation that's happened on this show yet. It really is. It's deep. <laughs> we got into a format. I got it comfortable. I got it All right. I'm noticing. <laughs> I remember this from MoCo. Um, so your next question, Katrina, is about a film. And what's going to happen is I'm going to give you the title of the film and the year it was made. And then I'm going to give you two plots and you're going to tell me which one is the real plot of the film I said plot again plot it's <laughs> gross <laughs> plot plot <laughs> oh man somebody's trying to work right now the film is The Experts from 1989 John Travolta and Ari Gross are two 
top computer hackers who compete for Kelly Preston's affection while helping the Pentagon design the Star Wars missile defense system. Or, John Travolta and Ari Gross are two nightclub owners who are drugged and kidnapped by the KGB so they can help update a KGB training camp that's mired in the 1950s. <coughs> and it's called... The Experts. Oh, fuck. Um, the one with the Pentagon in it. Oh, I'm sorry, Katrina, that is wrong. Are you still making fun of the KGB in the 80s? They literally made a movie where Brian Doyle Murray was a KGB guy, and they kidnapped John Travolta and Ari I mean, Ari I kind of guessed that, because I don't think anyone would cast John Travolta as a computer expert. Yeah, but why'd they cast him as a nightclub owner? I mean, that makes way more sense. Yeah, it's a dumb movie. Because he doesn't own his shirt with all the buttons at the top. <laughs> all right. I don't know why I'm covering my eyes when you're going. <laughs> Big dog. We're still tied no, up. We're still tied time. up at one. Big dog, you can take the lead with this one. Okay. This is this is a, an antiquated word. The word is oxter. Spell it. O x t e r. You can't be giving her words. That's not fair. Well, no. Now I give her the definitions. Is it an outdated term for an armpit? Or an outdated term for a lawyer's assistant, oxter. Mm, lawyer's assistant. Oh, that's correct. By the way, when I wrote that one, I knew Katrina would laugh when I said armpit. <laughs> 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 Literally had that one in there just so Katrina would crack Locked up on armpit. Loaded. <laughs> Armpits are funny, though. I mean, like. All right, so you're up two to one, big dog. Mm. Now it's our final question. Give a fucking protocol droid goddamn language question so the the final question works slightly different in that it's worth two points so what since when since we've done this before you did go double or nothing i believe yeah yeah we've done this okay you can say so (laughs) with my so birthday but this is open to both contestants oh this part okay right 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 this is the final question so it's open to both so the first person to answer it correctly Gets the points. And we don't. If you answer it incorrectly, you don't get the points. And we just shout it. We don't have to like bing or ding or anything. Right. Okay. Okay. Lisa Lindahl. Lisa Lindahl. Was she the first female president of Sweden or the inventor of the sports bra? Inventor of the sports bra. Looks like Katrina just won that shit. <laughs> Damn it. Just like that? <laughs> just like that. <sighs> that's it? There's not any more? That's, that's just, it. That was that's, the final. We, we the, only do five on no, this. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks. She's crying because she has to say nice things about me <laughs> for a minute. Now, we're And I'm going sad to- that the podcast audience doesn't get to watch... Degsy's face cycle through the feelings of joy and then discomfort and back to joy and then hiding discomfort. Well, they can just imagine my arms going up in the air. Um, <laughs> wrist. It's the wrist. It's the wrist. Just the wrist. What are they attached to? I know, but it's all about the wrist. So the focal point. Well. All right. Big dog. Get your fucking timer ready. On your mark. <laughs> Get set. Compliment me. All right. All right, <laughs> Degsy. I mean, you know you're real smart. What? 
it. Oh, yeah, and you God. know you you know you know a lot of stuff about things huh? and about <laughs> movies and about stuff that happened in history and stuff that be happening in other countries. <laughs> and uh <laughs> you're good at doing comedy. Oh, thank you, Big even Dog. Even though for a long time I did not think that, but that was because I didn't get you, you know? Uh, it happens, Big and Dog. You, you say things I just didn't know nothing about. <laughs> but once you know about those things, they're funny. You're a hell of a host. Aw. Oh, man. That's a tough tough gig, and you were good at it. You make it seem flawless, effortless, Aww. seamless. Make people feel good about themselves. Make, make people feel bad about themselves. Make feel themselves <laughs> but only if they deserve it, right? Well, I try to justify it that way. <laughs> uh, you're good at karaoke. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, you uh, um, uh, uh, wear uh, good t-shirts. <laughs> Thank you, big dog. <laughs> I didn't think you noticed. <laughs> well, that concludes the minute, but this could go oh, on it? for the rest of the show. You're in a minute 15, actually. He watched it turn over, <laughs> and I waited to see if he was going to say something, and he Mother didn't. Fucker, I take it all back. <laughs> you didn't start until second three on the counter, and then you clicked for three seconds. <laughs> I was adding up all your pauses. <laughs> That's why I went to a minute 15. I You're wanted also a full... very meticulous. <laughs> you are... Some... I don't know if that was a compliment if you or saw, not. If you saw my apartment, you disagree with you your own statement. Oh, I've seen your apartment. Fucking meticulous. Not lately. You got any... Speaking of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of grudges you've been holding for a long time. What? He guess... got me real high one night. I don't smoke weed... Uh, I've been tapering off, and he had one of those... He had a volcano, right? Oh, God. And nobody... somebody brought over. Yeah, nobody told me, like, hey, you rarely smoke weed. Probably not the whole bag. Are you really going to blame this on that? Because that's bullshit. Also, I'm, I'm mischievous. I'm uh, full of mischief. Yeah, let's let's go there, because that's more on point for Dexy, what happened. Dexy had this fantastic party. I had a party. I had one house party. <laughs> Just <laughs> and, one. And then some asshole fucks it up for everybody. Yep. <laughs> Because uh, he had this wonderful spread of like chips and snacks and cocktail shrimp, and I made burgers, and there were cocktail shrimp. Mm. And so there's a little pile of all the little cocktail shrimp tails, and then it just took all night to hide them around his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end, and I was encouraged just other people to do the same. Like people would be like, like I'm leaning in the like on top of the back of his fridge, dropping it in a pin cup on the back of his fridge. I remember specifically doing that. Somebody's like, "What are you doing? Do you need a pen?" I was like, "No, I'm hiding shrimp tails all over Daisy's apartment. You want some?" <laughs> like, what? I'm pretty sure there was one in the back of your toilet, but you probably never found that one because I mean that one really wouldn't have affected anything. It's just weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think that one got found. Uh, um, but there was a no. Lot the of... one that I found a year and a half later is the one that really bothered me. Oh no! Did George I tell didn't you find it first, or did or other people? You got ratted out. <laughs> that it happened. You. What got delights out. me is that no one was. I remember specifically. Nobody was like, "That's a real shitty thing that you're doing." They're all just like, "Okay, cool," and then they ratted me out. So they just let me do it. So yes. in their minds, they wanted me to continue to hide them. Right. But well, they wanted to like at least let you know to look for them. Well, you were at a point in your life when people were letting you do a lot of things. <laughs> I've always been at that point. It's a <laughs> fucking cross I have to bear. People just let me do shit. It's not good. You should never give me autonomy <laughs> or agency at all. <laughs> Where was the one that was like a year later? Because I was, I was really like thinking on it. You hid one in a milk can that I had like kitchen utensils that I didn't What's use often What's a milk can? In. Just like a tin, yeah. like a 
like you know whatever upright thing you put all your spoons and whisks and shit in. Yeah, that kind of thing. Why is that called a milk can? Because that was the style of thing that it was. It was like a decorative. Like it well it wasn't it? Milk doesn't it was come just, in cans, guys. Like the old. No, but they was, used to for like keeping it cold in the fridge. There would be like a can, not just a bottle, but there would be a can, like a metal mm-hmm. container specifically for milk. And okay. those style of things were still sold when I decided I needed something to keep my kitchen utensils in. So we can move past it. What about good. it now? Yeah. Well, there oh, no, no, I had mm-hmm. some on top of mm-hmm. all the curtains. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. I put one in the DVD tray, but I couldn't figure out. <laughs> nope. I took it out because I was like, well, it's going to close yeah. and it's going to smash all in the... I don't want to break yeah. anything, but I like put it in and then I was like, this is a bad idea. And... uh I don't remember where I put that. But I think we're that still just right on top of the TV. But we're still friends. That's the important part. Because if I'd have done it to anybody else, <laughs> you would have thought it was real shitty but funny. Just like literally everyone else was like, this is so shitty. Don't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, if you laugh while she's doing it, it'll just encourage her. Once again, last big house party. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you were, you know, you're not a house party kind of guy. Anyway, I saved you. No, I was up until that point. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was kind of all about it. I was like, oh, this will become a semi regular thing. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do a series of parties where I feed people and I'm a good host. And yeah, no. Between you and then there was a guy who like stepped out his cigarette on my wood floor. Okay, that that is a fucking that's a uh-huh. terminable. Well, that, that's that way it, worse. That put it over the top. That's not mischief. That's just dickery. Uh huh. But every time I found a shrimp. <laughs> Tale, I would have to be reminded of that as well. I didn't <laughs> know like, about that part. I had people in my house that were real dicks. Like that is, and they weren't even me. That is get you shot. Like fucking cigarette. Like if you put your cigarette out on somebody's floor, that is the throwing of the gauntlet. Like yeah, well, fight I didn't. Me. I didn't. It wasn't in front of me. I I came along later and found the fucking char. Spot. Who did that though? Uh, a guy who was like a. Uh, it turned out to be a paranoid schizophrenic and real. Oh well, shit! Now I'm upset that I'm mad type. at him. Oh That's fuck him! You fucking nut. fuck him! Oh mental, mental illness. Come on. Well, should it be a pass for everything? Should we allow like if someone's a dickhead and they're mentally ill? Like, should we just give them a pass and go? Well, they're mentally ill. Because no, no, you shouldn't. If you're a, if you act badly, like. People should be able to say that person doesn't act right. If what you want is equality, you got to take equality of responsibility. Boom. Well. And there are a lot of people. I mean, at this table alone, who deal with mental illness and varying. Who degrees. crazy here? I got some crazy. You who got crazy? some crazy. crazy. She got some crazy. <laughs> who crazy here? Zach. Zach's the only sane one. I mean, that's what it comes down to. That's why he's upset. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I got so much mental health, man. I like. I got tons of mental health to fucking spare. Like, I ain't, I ain't even never drank myself to blackout drunk or like. <laughs> I ain't even never done like, that. Done a bunch of drugs or like no, like I, ain't, I ain't never got pregnant and shit. Been in a remember. toxic relationship. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't never stayed with somebody who threw themselves out of my moving car at thirty five miles an hour and just no, I ain't never. <laughs> I ain't never done shit like that. Is this the new podcast? I, I ain't never <laughs> coming in 2017, right on the hills, adopting that top. I ain't never crawled drunk as fuck out of a bathtub to stand naked in the kitchen and get over, get in a fight over a bottle of whiskey and punch a dude in the face over that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, I got mental health for days. Is that the name of the next album? <laughs> <laughs> mental health for days. <laughs> 
But days is spelled D-A-Z-E. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice big dog. <laughs> I just live it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Katrina, you're in a safe place <laughs> here with us. I'm not in a safe place where I am. <laughs> you understand that my existence is unsafe for me. I am problematic to me. Aww. Fuck. <laughs> How? Okay, well, it's dinner time. Well, it's not dinner time. <clears throat> what it is. What it is is. What it is. Is story time. Which I definitely prepared for. Of course you did, big dog. You know what? Let's listen to that song one more time. Here's a story big dog picked just for you. Remember when earlier I said that was hell? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's how hell goes. This on loop. I'm gonna give you guys three choices. Okay. Okay. Answer um, me these choices three. One is a bad date. One Man. is about a drug experience. And another one is about poop. 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 <laughs> I kind of felt like that was where those guys were. Look at each other. Poop. Although, I, to be fair, I feel like your bad state, bad date stories are way better than usual bad date stories. Yeah, this is a pretty good one. I feel uh, like I maybe two of these are the same. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you. Oh. I, yeah, I don't oh, are you guys going to drink that weird... No, Dexy's going to drink the... I, I can't... Uh, remember earlier when we were like, nobody says, I don't do that without a reason. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't drink tequila. I feel like that's not... Cinco de Mayo, uh, 2008. Mm. I'm thinking of Mardi Gras, 2012. Like, occasionally I'll have, like, a, a margarita or something. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll forget, and I'll be like, I'm a grown-up. I can just drink liquor, and that's fine. Um, no. Uh, it's a, tequila tastes like how my dad feels about me. Like, it's not good. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm just fucking trying to cheers dad. He's like, well, well, let me put the cab back on it. I didn't know you were trying to do <laughs> What I thought you were trying to do was... Get me to drink your rum instead of uh, this Oh, you can te- also do that. That's what I thought you were doing. I mean, yeah, that's just <laughs> no, a, oh, yeah, okay. that's a great idea. Chase rum with tequila. That'll be a story. <laughs> I don't do that. What? Chase rum with tequila. You've done that before. What the <laughs> fuck? How can you already have had that experience? Okay, do do. Okay, so um, I guess it starts with my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> It all goes back to my very gay uncle. Oh, boy. Um, he and his partner, they've been together for like 20 years. And maybe four years ago, they decided to get a puppy. Neither of them has ever owned a dog before. They own a thousand cats. And they decided to get this puppy. And it was cute when it was a little puppy. 
And then it grew up, and then it was just the worst dog that's ever been. And they just, like, called me one morning and were like, hey, we're going to come drop this puppy off at your house, and then never come back. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had this fucking puppy. So she lived with me for a while, and then I convinced my older brother to take her. I don't even know how I did that. He just thought she was cute. This dog was so bad. She would destroy everything. She escaped all of the time. She, God, she couldn't do anything right. And she wasn't even, like, cute enough to justify any of that. <laughs> so on the trip to go take – so my brother lives in Asheville, North Carolina. So I had to take 40 <laughs> – Dag, just remember what this story is. I had to take 40 uh, east all the way down, me and a friend of mine. And we – my every time I go out that way, my brother's like, oh, you got to stop at this one – it's, like, exit 320-something. There's this crazy giant treehouse. And I'm like, okay, okay, all right, we're going to do it this time. We're going to go and stop at this treehouse. So it's me and my bud and the dog, and we get this treehouse. And, like, when I say a treehouse, I mean a tree mansion. There's, like, six levels to it. It's big as fuck. Like, it's huge. And uh, the way you get up it is through these, like, tiny, narrow, rickety stairs. And so it's really scary. Like, the whole thing, like, it's just pieces of wood, like, nailed to a tree. And so the whole time you're going up, you're just, like, swaying and, like, (laughs) oh, God, this is it. And uh, we couldn't leave the, that's what it was, we couldn't leave the dog in the car because there were randomly these, like, junkyard dogs out in the parking lot, like, bah, 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 like going crazy, and she was all scared, so we're like, well, I guess you're fucking coming with us. So, she dog is with us. You know how dogs, um, when they get scared, they fear fart? <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? I mean, like, I do that. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. But, like, dog fear farts are really, I don't know, I feel like they're really, like, more intense. <laughs> And hers, her, this dog had the worst gas. Like, it was, there was something dead. It was, like, mustard gas. Like, it was in West Memphis in that ass. It was a West Memphis booty hole stay. <laughs> Redundant. And she's just coming up the stairs in front of us, of course, just, like, fucking, like, we're in tears. We're like, oh, my God. It's, like, a narrow space. And she's just lighting it up. <laughs> And we get up to the very top. She, I mean, I feel bad because she was really scared the whole time, like trembling and farting. And we get up to the very top. That's the worst evolution ever. I know. Danger. <laughs> it helps nothing. I guess it would like deter. No, it could know. act as a deterrent. I'm going to eat you. No, no you don't poot it. Yeah. <laughs> you stink, you bro. It's a deterrent. <laughs> oh, oh. You've only so had half that shot. Stop. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> so we get up to the very top, and up at the very top, it's probably five feet, five square feet of weird, rickety, unstable wood that you can stand on and look out. And there's this beautiful view. They've taken like a field and they've mown into it. You know, you can like make shapes out of stuff mm-hmm. with lawnmowers, and it says Jesus. <laughs> and it's, there's like sun rays coming out of it. I and when stuff says Jesus, because I always read it as Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It said Jesus real hard and real big. <laughs> and so we get there like, this is what we fucking came up here for? Like, uh-huh. this is so stupid. So you literally like, went, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And there's Jesus. these red, there's this, like, band of rednecks that's up there. There's these three guys. <laughs> and they're just, like, hovering behind the, like, lookout point. Just, like, like snickering, like, get my phone number or whatever. You know, just, like, saying whatever rednecks say to people. And we have stinky, horrible little dog with us. Whose name was Squirt. Whose name was Squirt. Yes, her name was Squirt. And it's, like, we're so used to the funk at this point. And they're, like, Damn. That dog shitted or something? <laughs> shitted, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, she didn't shit it. And I looked down and she had it totally shat real hard. She for real shitted. She for real shitted. But like, you're like way up in the air. But it was okay because you had, you had 
uh, uh, doggy poop bags. Uh, full no. Oh. <laughs> no. So we're like, oh my God, that's so fucking embarrassing. Um, 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 okay, we'll just go down and grab some like paper towels or pe- like a bag or something. We'll be right back. Nope. Left. <laughs> Ran to the car and fucking left. Well, God made that too, so. <laughs> and funny... Uh, addendum to the story that I just learned that place was closed down two weeks later and now you can't go to it anymore. <laughs> well, it's because it, it. it. it's because the tree, it in the it. tree fort inspector was out that day and he's like, <laughs> right. dog shit, this calls for closure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, this is a mistake. <laughs> also, point of order. There are three redneck dudes who have a very similar but probably much shorter story. (laughs) (laughs) And then the dog shitted. (laughs) I mean, she thought I was trying to fuck her, but I was praying about the Jesus field because I was feeling the Lord. You know, like you do. And I asked for a sign, and this dog shitted just right. And she tried to say he shitted, but I saw him shit, man. He shitted right there. Shit just came out of him. Shit is I know shit. Squirted real hard. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. So bad. Are fear shits worse than than like regular shits? Like yeah. fear farts are gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, he, 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 I know, like in fiction and stuff, they've they've used the phrase like they can smell your fear. But what an awful fucking power. To have. <laughs> Trying to hide from a serial killer like under a bed. <laughs> Why have you not brought more of these fart noises to the stage? I was really impressed with that. You really like, Tell I mean, you got this whole theater of the mind for farts. I think we've talked about this. Thanks, I wanted to be a Foley artist at one point, but apparently you can't do it just for farts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can go to the Just for Farts Festival. <laughs> it's in the smelliest part of Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. Well, that's where they do Just for Laughs. And just in my mind, that's the international place where they do big Just for Festivals. But also in my mind <laughs> is the fact that uh, we don't. We we kind of might have had a lost episode that happened. What? I think this one could be two at this point. No, this is a keeper. This no, I mean, is this gold. could be two episodes. I feel like this is... No, we do them long. That's how, how we run. How long have we been here? We're hitting about closing time. We live here now. Our last segment, as you know, is movie homework. And Big Dog... Yeah, I was anticipating that look on your face. Uh, your movie homework that you were given last time in front of our listeners was... Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, I did that. <laughs> you totally did that. You totally Oof. did watch that. <laughs> okay. We're not going to delve into it too deep, because I know it's been a while since you did watch it. Uh-huh. I think it might not have aged the best of all horror films, but it is fun to watch Johnny Depp turn into a geyser of guts and blood. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> it was like the best part of the movie for me. <laughs> that is- sound you just made was what a boner sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Like that sound was what a visual I don't, for blind it was people. An audio boner. I will. I will concur. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, you know it, it's fun. It, Concept wise, it was really like one of the most original things to pop up in the middle of a bunch of slasher movies. So it was, are you talking it was about boners very, again? No, I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, in a little, there's 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 a lot of phallic imagery in all slasher films. And a lot of times, the knife takes the place of the phallus. 
Unless you're talking about some film like Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof, in Dang, which case I will kill you. the Move car on. is the phallus. <laughs> also, fun drinking game, literally, and I've played this with several horror movies, every time uh, the weapon becomes the phallus, especially Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you take a drink, you get it fucking wrecked. And yeah. also giggling, because you're like, it's a dick again! It's a dick again! <laughs> pretty, girl, pretty Girl got ca- stabbed. Counts. <laughs> yeah, it does. Pretty Girl got put on hook. Counts. Double drink. That's from the back. And that is from the back. Um... So it it was good, and I you know I signed that movie in part because uh, we lost Wes Craven earlier this year, and I'm going to have to let you borrow a film to watch, which I'll be interested to hear your take on it because you're probably going to be very offended. But it's called The Serpent and the Rainbow, mm-hmm. and it's based on an actual like anthropologic anthropological text about this guy went to Haiti and like explored voodoo culture in Haiti. Mm -hmm. And then it turned into a 1980s voodoo horror movie. Okay, now I'm in. Yeah, it's kind of, I love it. I think it's the best movie that Wes Craven ever did. But I could definitely see how it's playing a little fast and loose with stuff. But I like it. Ooh, (laughs) well, well then. I I think that's news. The the film that you're going to get for your movie homework for this time Mm -hmm is a film you might have heard about once before. Oh, was that not twice. interesting? No, that's the film that you've already seen. So the film you're going to have for next the time. The Serpent and the Rainbow? No, that, I'm just recommending that, just with the Wes Craven stuff. <laughs> it's not on Netflix, so I can't give it out to our listener base. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the film I want to give you is another horror film. I know it's almost it, – we're, we're in Christmas season, but I'm just going to give you a horror movie. Um because, you know, Jesus came back. And this is kind of on that same trend. This is H.P. Lovecraft's Reanimator. Ooh. Yeah. That's the goods. It is the goods. Uh, film from the I mid-80s, like directed by Stuart Gordon. And just, it, it is a phenomenal, gross-out horror comedy movie. It's awesome. Like, I, I absolutely I like it. love it. It's in my horror top ten always. And, uh, yeah, so you're going to have to go and watch it. Reanimator, we'll talk about it next episode. Okay. All right. Well, um, I guess we're getting near the end. Katrina, hmm. you tried breaking <laughs> us, but we still had format. We yeah. still hit some segments. One. I mean, I, I, don't, I never endeavor to break, only to fracture and rebuild anew. <laughs> oh oh i do want to touch on this real quick i just want to hear your take no touching they are you are you aware of what they've christened the post millennials as no i'm interested in this too fuck. Fuck. the generation that is currently Probably, why, why did this start? 12, when were we like every time, ten time, years? Time magazine started this shit a Fuck long while time magazine. Well, they're already fucked. They're a magazine and they're going away. But it's a thing that's implanted in the culture that we have to rechristen things constantly. Why does I was generation? Have to be a- I was generation Y, and then I what was I? a millennial. You're a millennial. Yeah, barely, barely, wow. and I'm not happy about it. Born in the '80s, but I'm right on the. Well, no, it's like post '82. Oh. Yeah, it's like '82 to like '91 or something like that. It's but, longer uh, than that. They're bigger chunks than just ten years. Yeah. But uh, it's just fucking de- like we don't have to you don't have to be on a goddamn dumb. team. You it don't have to be on 19 teams it to define. It doesn't stand for much, but it's a way that they talk about demographics human in the marketplace. Being not a Venn diagram. Fuck Anyhow, you. let me Sorry, let mad. me The post millennial You're going to tell me I'm going to get so much matter. Maybe. It's an interesting thing. Uh it's an interesting phrase. They're calling them the founders. Die. Die in a fire. 
because they, as opposed to the generations that came before them, will be part in will, will have lived entirely in the 21st century, and so they will be the founders of 21st century society. It's like they're naming each, like they finally figured out how to start the war because they just name each subsequent generation something that will piss the other mm-hmm. one off. Right. So calling them the founders now, I literally want to punch teenagers in the head. <laughs> so it's folks that were born after, after 2000? 2000. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, I already want to punch all those people in the head. Those exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like you do. can't be like a real thing. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. they're real people. They're real they people. come to my clinic. They're patients. Yeah. It's crazy. They're real people who have no memory of September 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we'd never forget. They're real people <laughs> who, up until the point where Barack Obama Shit. finishes his first term, George my, Bush was uh, was the president for most of their my, lifetime. My, my kids are fucking that thing. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. It's going to wait for I you to get there. Fuck them. Once you started talking about physical violence, I really wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's high. The joke about look how cute it is. Look, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, little little founder. It, hey. it thinks it's a people. <laughs> I'm not a problem. You don't have to exterminate me when you rise to power. Um, <laughs> no, those kids are already fucking outclassing me. I don't use physical violence again. If I'm distracted hitting one, then the other one's just making a trebuchet. So, Katrina, uh, since we're wrapping up here, we're getting near the end. How about you plug your regular monthly events that you may have? Yeah, absolutely. This gonna, uh, what what day is this right now that this is airing live? Ah. That I I just don't have my calendar with yeah, me. Yeah, no, it's fine. But but, okay. but generally, uh, when when does the, the oh so hilarious you look like show? You happen? look like happens in the middle of the month, generally the second or third uh, Saturday. It's at the P and H. We have our all star show coming up in December. These are either all the winners or like their second place uh, people if they couldn't make it back. So it's going to be all the good goods. Um, and then I do night shift, but it'll be back in February. Uh, okay, and, and that, the, that is Night Shift at Theater Works. Night Shift, the first Friday in February. We'll be back for that for a circus and shit extravaganza. And also, um, the festival's coming back. Uh, we will the have fifth ju- annual Memphis Comedy yeah. Festival. The, it's uh, the tattoo anniversary. Remember? The, the which one? It's the tattoo anniversary. Oh, wow. Okay. Since it was uh, such a uh, fucking cobbled together piece of shit the first year I was like there's no way we'll ever do this again somebody was like yeah yeah we're good and I was like if this shit goes five years I'll get a tattoo on my ass of the logo I swear to god well, the question is which logo are you gonna uh, do well uh, Laura Holter Monster uh, or Holterman but Holter Monster is yeah. uh, designing a logo and Ooh. I asked her if she would she did design last year and I was like you're interested in doing next job. year's because we paid her uh, it was a non-profit so we paid her in like a bottle of Jamie Black uh-huh. she's so sweet and uh she was like, yeah, I think I would. And then I was like, uh, also, I have to let you know I'm going to get it tattooed on me. And she was like, oh, yeah, I fucking will. So I'm afraid that our logo next year is going to be like Jesus riding a T-Rex or something. If I'm going to say this now. As as the owner of just one tattoo, if it's Jesus riding a T-Rex, I'll be getting that tattoo as well. All right. You heard it here, folks. Well, uh, uh, Josh McLean signed on to go get it with me. But we just opened submissions, or we'll be opening submissions soon. And we're taking uh, comics and thematic shows and short films, too. Oh, like it's expanding. Nice. My goal this year is for 25 shows. Wow. Uh, what was last year? Like 16 or something? 19. 19. 19 wow. shows, seven venues. Yeah. Uh, it's really been amazing watching all that grow and uh, uh, just... Oh, we've had so many people come through with it, and and it'll be interesting to see. It's it's always interesting to see people coming from other places, and then like 
some of them wind up popping up and like doing stuff. Uh, I know, for instance, uh, Dan Perlman, who yeah. was uh, who like was second here, or third year, I think he just sold a show to I think Fox. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's now a show ru- runner out of nowhere. Yeah, and we gave him Bartle's Chicken. Yep. And they call us the summer camp for comics. Aww. So we are getting more, like I expect probably two or 300 submissions this year. Wow. Because we have a lot of fun. Like we're not a festival that we don't charge them for a bunch of shit. And we usually toss in for any workshops. That I we mean, hospitality wise, you got to be right up We have there. a bunch of, you know, we offer couches and we give rides and we always make sure there's booze and uh, food sponsors. And I always put like band-aids and condoms and Tums in the green room. So um, yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> we have been visited by a founder. Hold on, hold on, nerd. hold on. Come here. What? Say hi. <laughs> no. <laughs> the founder has rejected you. That's Lyra, a uh, founder. Hold up, hold up. Come here. Hi. Hello. That's Aya. All right. Uh, that means my children are ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, so those are your plugs. And on the uh, second, third, second and third. <laughs> Hold on. Second and third. Second and third Saturday of every month, uh, the wise guys have their shows at Cafe Eclectic on McLean. On the second Saturday of every month, the show is at eight o'clock. And the third Saturday of every month, the show is an adults-only show, and it's at 10.30. The early show is, is a family-friendly show. Um, Big Dog, you got any plugs? Nah, bro. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, I want to thank- Engineer uh, Zach? What about Engineer Zach? You got plugs? I got all kinds of plugs. Uh, we got uh, Dig and the Big Dog on Twitter. Um, you can like and review Dig and the Big Dog on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Also, you can find the Ohm Network on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Vine, and Periscope. Excellent. I once again want to thank the OAM Network and Engineer Zach for coming out and d- donating his time to I'm us. I'm sorry today. I called you Engineer Slack earlier. No, that's good. Uh, I deserved it. Um, and uh, yeah, we're glad that we're back. We'll be back more regularly, we promise. And uh, 2016 looks to be a very big year for this show. And all Katrina's projects. And all Katrina's. Be sure to be watching out for Dauphin the Top and uh, another podcast that won't be mentioned in front of founders. <laughs> Fair enough. It's called Bunch of Cunts. I don't, I don't hide things from them. Well, I don't say it in front of your children. All right. I think that's about it. Play us out. Until next time, we are Dag. And the big dog. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.